0: Everyone, this is the community with Stream and you are listening to Eyes Up Here on the iHeartRadio Network or wherever you get your podcast. Along for the ride is my co host, Chad. Chad, what is up, my brother?
1: Oh, chilling like a villain. Yo.
0: Yo, yo, yo. yo what's That's up?
1: That's right. Yo.
0: Feeling funky today. I was just jamming to her too. I love that.
1: I know. I get caught up in it sometimes. It's great. It, it, it just, it's grown on me like, uh, like they say, uh, the plague.
0: He hated it, guys. He I hated it. I, I didn't I
1: hate it. I just wasn't in love with it.
0: I loved it. I loved it from day one and I love it now. Um, how's everything going? You good?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. You doing great?
0: Good, as always. Great. Well, we're going to start off pretty hot today. We have a special guest that I'm excited to talk to. Um, And he's going to be coming on in just a few minutes. Um, But uh, until he comes on, trying to think of what's happening. We got our bathroom floor done and it looks spectacular. Now I'm looking for a painter. So we're getting it painted and we're getting new. uh, I have quartz now. We're getting new countertops and I think we're getting a new, new sinks, double sinks put in and. Uh, so, what I'm trying to say is, my bathroom is a wreck right now because there's so much work being done on it. Um, but that's what's going on in uh, the Queen's casa. Just uh, redoing one room at a time, slowly but surely, and uh, oh. you know, trying to catch up to your house. Your house is just, ugh, your house is like one of those houses in good housekeeping.
1: Oh my gosh, thank where you so open
0: much. you open the ha- you open the 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 book and and uh. there's the house of the day. It's a, debut, it's debut Clark. Isn't she a butte Clark?
1: Oh, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you very much. I made yeah, my love life. it. I love it. But um, uh, yeah, it, so- it ain't it ain't easy to keep up. So
0: no, I'm sure it's not. But that's what we've been doing. We've been trying to fix up around here, and and slowly but surely, it's coming along. Um, the one day I tried to paint, I tried to help out the guy we were painting the um the crown molding. And we had to remove it. So I was like, oh, I'll help you out. So I did the first coat. he comes up to me and he goes, don't do the second one. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, how dare you? And he's like, yeah. He goes, you're not really doing it that good. I was like, it took me forever to do the first coat. And I took offense to that. I had paint all over me. I was like, man, you know, I try to help people. It just didn't work out. So a, a painter, I am not. But anyway, he finished the job and it looks beautiful.
1: I like, I could do it. You know, I like it. We did a, a couple of the, the, there were some accent walls in this house. Yeah. And we did them. Um, but I really got to be focused because if I'm not, I got to walk away and, or it's going to be real shitty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I, I said to myself at first, I looked, I was like, oh, maybe I can conquer the bathroom. And then I was like, eh, maybe I'm going to hire someone. So now <laughs> we're looking for a painter.
1: Bath Well, bathrooms are tough. Yeah. Because of those little, little spots where you have vents and the lighting. Bathrooms are super tough.
0: Not only that, but I want my cabinets painted. So yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, too. I don't think I can. I mean, if I do that, it's going to be shitty. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> bathrooms are shitty. That's the moral of the story.
0: No, it's going to be like really bad. So I said, no, I'm not going to try. So uh, looking for a painter right now, but, um, you know like I said, tackling one room at a time. We're changing my son's room to Star Wars. (laughs) We have all, we have curtains, we have posters, we have bedding, like everything is Star Wars now. He's really excited because he's been getting into Star Wars. So we're transitioning his room right now into that and just big changes around here. There's a lot going on. So So
1: weird, isn't it weird there's never been a uh, gimmick where there's been a wrestling painter? There hasn't. No, I don't think so. There's been like beatniks, but never like a a, a wrestler that's a painter.
0: A beatnik is a. Uh, is that a poet?
1: No, beatniks like a hippie, like a. Oh, you know. hippie.
0: <laughs> was uh, was the guy that led um, the the? Uh, what was his name? Adam. Was he a hippie?
1: Adam yeah, Rose.
0: Adam Rose. Yeah. No, he's just
1: like a party guy.
0: He was a party guy. Oh.
1: The Exotic okay. Express.
0: There, there have been, yeah. You, we should go back and look at some of these gimmicks one day because I swear there was kind of like a, a painter. I mean, there was.
1: I'm sure our guest would probably enlighten us whenever he comes on, so he, yeah, he probably he would would have, have a good go idea back. of it.
0: I need to ask him.
1: <laughs> imagine, imagine he's always like so wrapped up in his work that like to go wrestle his match would like distract him, and that would be like the start of an angle. Is that you knock over his painting set or his uh you know was his easel?
0: Oh, I can't remember I, I thought there was. I don't, don't know. Don't bother
1: me while I'm working on my been. work of art.
0: There should have been or a sculptor? Was there a sculptor? Well there,
1: I mean a sculpt well they, you know, there's it been wrestlers been. sculpted, you know, who were, you know, made oh, out of course. works of art.
0: Most of them are, but I mean, I don't know.
1: Well, listen, he is he's been known as the savior of the unwashed masses. Is that not the greatest, like, surname ever for a professional wrestler?
0: I think he's royalty in an NWA, isn't he? He comes out in these elaborate robes. I
1: I mean, he's got one of the greatest fashion senses, I think, in the history of wrestling now. He's probably one of the greatest overall personalities in wrestling history.
0: He seems like he's a very distinguished human being to me aaron hi honey can you hear us hey how you doing i'm good how are you
2: i'm awesome thank you
0: aaron stevens everyone we were supposed to give you this wonderful um you know lead-in and uh, he shook the bed number (laughs) one so i'm sorry about that we were we were just having a discussion was there a, a wrestler who was a painter do you remember any wrestlers who had a painting gimmick or a painter gimmick i know it's no. weird to i start mean like, like
2: dx i know like painted people green but like that is, <laughs> I, I like i was i'm assuming you're going in like the bob ross vein yeah uh, yeah i yeah. i cannot remember um i can't remember one i know that like I'm, I'm trying to think now uh yeah i i don't i mean it's certainly not at a level that was like nationally known right or internationally known
0: I don't think so. Maybe think about that for your next gimmick, because that Pain, might be. Painter, a
2: sculptor, something like that.
0: That might be a winner, Aaron. Um, hey, oh.
2: <laughs> you know what? I will. I, I would try to make it work.
0: Mark that down. I think that I, I think would try would, to make it work. I think you would excel at that. How are you, by the way? Thank you for coming on today.
2: Oh, thank Girl, you for having me. I'm great. How are you? How is everything?
0: Doing doing well. Um, I finally got to meet Aaron. Uh, last year never met him it's so funny i there are so many people in this business i've never met i think it's because i don't get out too much
2: same Um, here no exactly like i just did that for nova yes
0: Um, so at nova's retirement mm -hmm. which i i think he'll come back i don't really think we're never going to see him again um but aaron was there and i was so excited to meet you oh thank
2: you well likewise
0: yeah and i was so glad that that we got to uh talk a little bit and hang out um did you watch that show that night? Because I kind of powdered after the convention.
2: Yeah, no, the the reason I was there is because um, you know, Nova said, Hey, I'm retiring and he wanted to do a six man because uh, Frankie Kazarian was his partner uh, on the indies for a long time, like in between ECW and WWE. And then right. he and I were tag partners um in OVW under right. Cornet and everything. So like we we became close. I'm godfather to his daughter. I know Olivia. you are. I love um, that. So it's just like, he he wanted me there. And I was like, hey, man, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is your retirement. We'll do it. And it, it was just a fun show. But uh, it was funny because uh, Miss Francine got to find out what a horrible independent wrestler I would make. No. Like, I, I just no. like, we, we did a signing. I was just like, not talking to people. I was, it was it weird. Was... I just don't have the, to, to, like, yeah, I, I don't have the patience for a lot of things. And
0: so here's my take on this. <laughs> You were adorable. I have to say it. I sat at a table between Kevin Kelly and Nova. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Aaron was like catty corner at his table, Mm -hmm. but he was never there. And I'm saying to myself, where is he? Like, why isn't he signing? And Nova goes, Oh, this kid can't sit still. He's all over the place. You'll never see him sitting still. Yeah. And every time, like, I would sign an autograph and I would look up, he'd be walking that way. Or then he'd be walking that way. Or he'd come over to us and say something, and then he'd walk away. <laughs> and I was like, why are you not sitting at your table? And you were just like, I can't do this. And I'm like, this is part of the profession. <laughs> like, do you not like it? Or, or, or is it just, are you irritable? Are you nervous to be?
2: No, because like, like so. The thing is, um, like, okay. For when when I was in WWE, um, which uh, again, and I I will admit this wholeheartedly, for the vast majority of my career, I've kind of been spoiled, um, okay. in in the sense of like, look, I've yes, I, I put in the work to make it, but then I always had someone telling me where to be. Um, I've had a handler to make sure. That I I don't have to worry about like exchanging money and like all, all that stuff. Um, like bringing your own eight by tens. I didn't bring eight by tens because I always thought that's right. No, legitimately, <laughs> and I've been I've been in this since ninety eight. Like people are going to provide them. Like in um even in Puerto Rico when I was with Carlos, where you know whatever we were going through, um, you know like we would whatever drama was going on in Puerto Rico. Like I always had kind of a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know i just you know what it's it's my thing i i we all have shortcomings i have many that is one of them and um i am not a very good independent wrestler and i'm not a like i just i just don't
0: But when okay but when nova booked you for this or donny b or whoever you talk to yeah didn't yeah. they tell you like bring merch because he, he le- there was one point where you leaned over in my ear and whispered, "I don't
2: even have any pictures," and I just started laughing. I no, like- I, I had to borrow a sharpie from Sergeant Slaughter because, like, I, I was like, I went over to talk to him we we're talking and stuff. I'm like, yeah, and he goes, "Oh no, just have mine." And I mean, God bless him; he was a wonderful man. And then that, that was cool about that night, like I got to see people I hadn't seen in a minute, right? And um, and it was good. And um, but like again, there's positives of it, which is why I was, I think, walking around a lot. But I just. Honestly, friend, I've never ever just been the kind of guy to like, oh, these are my eight by tens and set them up. That's just—it's not something I—I I really know. Like, it's it's part of the business that I'm completely ignorant to for the most part.
3: Well,
0: you learned. You know now. If you need to bring something, yeah,
2: yeah. But I mean, it. luckily, luckily, <laughs> NWA takes care of that for me.
0: Oh my god! And we're <laughs> gonna talk. We're gonna talk about you there in a minute. But uh-huh. I—I'll never. I, I watching you, I was so entertained because you were like, it was like a little wind up toy. You were just bouncing from here to there yeah. and you had your table was blank. You had no merch on your table and you never sat in your chair. It's great. Yeah. Yep. it's, fine. it's yep. fine you were great you were very, you. <laughs> very very entertaining I want to start I don't want to talk about how you get in the business blah 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 I want to talk about what I liked about you
2: hmm.
0: I loved the angle with you and the Miz and I'm sure oh, you got that a lot hmm. when I watched wrestling I, I don't watch much I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest I keep up on social media mainly cuz I don't have time to watch 20 hours of wrestling. You know, right. I got kids, I got a family, I got stuff. Yeah. Um but when I did watch, mm-hmm. you were always one of my favorites because and and my husband will tell it, he, he can back this up. You and the Miz were so entertaining. And mm-hmm. I just I fell in love with your character because it was there was so much acting wise. Not even, like, working, like, wrestling. Like, acting-wise. And mm-hmm. and I did go to your wiki really quickly just to just to freshen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, And it says that you want to act. You're aspiring to do some acting. Now, anybody can write on wiki. I know that.
2: It said I was aspiring. Um, I mean, no, I, I've, like, done stuff. Um,
0: it says... Yeah. I think if you go there now, it said something like he's open to different roles in the
2: future. My, yeah, okay, my Wikipedia page, wiki. I... I, I can't stand Wikipedia because there was a lot of false information about me on there. Yeah, and I, I wrote them, I wrote them a very kind letter. And they're like, first of all, it isn't your Wikipedia page. No one owns it. And I'm like, yeah, but like there's a bunch of stuff on there that's not true about me as well. We'll have our fact checkers. I'm like, dude, or madam, whoever it was, cause they didn't <laughs> sign it. Um, I was like, just, Hey, I kind of like, I know what's going on with me and this ain't it, you know?
0: Wait a minute, you need a fact checker for you?
2: Oh my You're god, yeah. Checker. Like like someone like some weirdo took control of my page and I I can't even make edits to it. And and there's so they have the worst picture of me. On, I think it's someone that doesn't like me because they have the worst picture of me on there. And um I like out of all the pictures of me, it, it's just horrible. And then there's a bunch of false information. No, like I've um when I when I left WWE, yes, yeah, why are you putting that on there, dude? Gee, come on, Aaron, man. My, Wait, she my, had to see it. She on, had to yeah. see it. Wait a
0: minute, my picture. I'm eight months pregnant. It's my like, face like come
2: is on. A set. Well, so am I, according to that picture? <laughs> yeah. I can't. <laughs> she had to see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think you look fine. Call the text message.
0: Oh my God. But it's, seriously, it's I'm your kidding. page. So you're trying to fix things that are false and they're telling you, uh, we can't do that. Um, we, yeah, we that was like,
2: that was years ago and I was just like, okay, whatever. I don't like, cause my whole thing is when I like, I, I was in, like when I left WWE, you know, it was a, um, it was time for me to leave, let's say. Um, in in terms of my relationship with, um, kind of people in the administration or the office, as we say, in the biz. In the biz. Um, and it was time for me to leave. And I was like, okay, um, I'm going to go do acting. And I left. And um, Impact, I did some shows with them. And then there was a administration change there. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm good. So I had kind of gone out, you know, Hollywood. I've gotten in. Um, I've done, you know, a bunch of network shows and stuff. Like, um, was actually, like, did a couple movies and, and things were were starting to roll um booked an episode of magnum pi as the lead heel uh this was hawaii in 2019 this was like i think it was like late august yeah it was labor day weekend and i had like three or four days off in hawaii so it was great i'm laying on the beach and billy calls me from billy corgan from nwa like hey we're doing tv you need to come no i don't i'm retired i'm actually like starting this he goes well um You already got a ticket. Just come on. And then when I first went to NWA, like I, I I finished up the gig there and went to Georgia and I was just like, whoa, like it was the old school feel, the studio. It was like the, the essence of what I grew up loving. Okay. And, um, pre COVID, which we did about, I think three television tapings. So we had, uh, about three months worth of TV, maybe four months worth of TV. And, um, from there, you know, again, 2020 happened, things were on pause, um, as a company, you know, we've survived and found ourselves in a, a post pandemic world. And I think in the last several months we have truly hit our stride as a company. And that is, that's just a wonderful place to be because it, you know, it ignites the part in me that I never thought I would get in touch with again as a performer. Right. Cause like acting is wonderful and I love it. And, um, I know it's great, you know it's it's uh, like it's nice to have a union when they're not on strike, uh, which thank God the strikes ended. But th- there's also like the the instant feedback you get from fans, and in my opinion, like the the live performance of it is it's just the coolest thing in the world. And when I see wrestling today, where it is such like a and I'm not knocking this, I, I think they're amazing athletes today. But like the the vast majority of what we see. Is choreographed acrobatics. And you're seeing that. And, and again, I, I think that's because of a number of reasons, not the least of which is social media. When you know we we consume things much faster these days, when it's like we want a 10-second thing on Instagram or a 30-second thing, right? Where it's you see a person do this crazy move, oh my God, and then you kind of go scrolling on to the next thing. And I think a lot of aspiring wrestlers or slash wrestlers today. Work to that particular niche. But I think in, in terms of the overall template of our business, where no, we're storytelling. And, and you have to care about the people in the ring, not the moves they're doing. And I'm not saying like for anyone that's listening to this, it's not like, oh, just because I can't do a, a 450 splash, I don't want you to do it. No, like do what you do, but make them care about you. Make them care about you doing the move, not the move itself. You look at Rey Mysterio and WCW, his quote unquote work rate. And I hate that word because it's used by people who have never taken a bump, um, you know, work, rate. Like, come on, you don't even know what working is. Right. Um, so his work rate was much higher to their standards in terms of he did more moves, right? He did way more moves and way more flashy stuff, but he was never more popular than when he was in WWE. And Although he did amazing things, it was presented in a way that the fan could digest and care that he was the guy doing it. Like the 619 is not remotely, excuse me, as impressive as some of the other moves Rey Mysterio does on site. But the 619 is the most over thing he has, and that's because it was presented the right way. So what we're trying to do at NWA is, is present the product in a way that not only will highlight the individual, but is better for the fan to be emotionally invested in you know we're selling emotion or at least we're trying to
0: you're trying to Hmm.
2: um
0: do you you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but how negatively do you think that cocaine spot from the pay-per-view impacted the company as a whole
2: well no, here's the deal. I mean, I'll, I'll answer anything, right? It's like, like okay. I, I don't want to get you heat uh,
0: with Billy, because you I, know, that's the last thing I want to do. So if you don't want to answer, you don't have I, to. I,
2: no, no, no. I, I think look, like with anything, with any company, if you look at not just wrestling, like let's let's take this into the real world, right? Um, look, decisions are made, right? Good, bad, indifferent hey decisions are made now do i think it negatively impacted the company no if you want my honest opinion in the long term we just came off one of the best shows we've ever had in sarasota i don't know if you've seen the pictures of it but we have a packed house right we have um you know again a roster that is growing and getting better every single day um you know there's really a move in there where you have the the people who have been around a little longer trying to teach the younger people, like what I just said about presenting yourselves a certain way on television to make you a star, right? Because it helps you and it helps the product. And for every bump in the road, no pun intended, although that's a funny one, Um like we, I mean, look, we survived the pandemic, you know, where, where people thought we were on life support. Um, There are a lot of people that are just gaining like, Momentum? No, uh, you know what? And I'll I'll put this in simple as simple terms as I can. We are gaining. It is a grassroots thing, show by show. And I, I actually posted this, like, uh, or a, kind of an abbreviated version. Every time we do a show somewhere for the first time, people come up, and not just one or two. Like, wow! I never, I've never been to a show like this. This was awesome. This is something for everybody. And it just goes on and on and on. And and there is a vibe at an NWA show. Um, and again, like uh you you know Pat Ganey, Simon Diamond. Yeah. Um, you know, Pat is talent relations guy there. And and he kind of said, like, look, there is an ECW vibe in the sense of like we are the alternative today. Like, we're not ECW, we're the NWA. But if you look at the product today, we are the alternative in fact like we're the ones who you know from billy and and it comes from the top as a leader um and i'll speak to this the the kind of leader that billy corgan is you know he has the courage to say this is the way the product should be presented let's do it Mm -hmm. and he takes those risks and you know the decisions that he makes uh in terms of giving talent freedom and it's, it's incredible. Like I've never worked for a boss or I've never worked in a place where I have had more creative freedom. And, you know, the flip side of that is I've never worked for a place where I've had more loyalty, truly loyalty. Um, a lot of companies, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're a family, That and especially that I've worked for before. Oh, welcome to our family. No, no, it's, it's jargon. It is corporate jargon like everything else. And, and that's just it's not a knock, right? It's just it's, it is what it is. Um, at NWA, we don't say we're family cause we are, we literally like, and I'm not, this, I won't get into cause this is behind the scenes stuff. Um, and it's nothing bad. It's just, I, I, believe that, you know, um, when you go into a locker room, it's still sacred and, and what goes on behind the scenes. Sure. We'll keep that amongst ourselves. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll talk about stuff, but you'll, you'll never see me like throwing people under the bus or talking about people. Um, unless it's Santino, of course uh that i um you know without their permission so right. like we are truly dependent on each other to make a show go on i mean the wedding episode i did uh when i married like it was back in january or february where with May, like, yes with May. Yeah. Uh, well, i love her um yeah. she, she's wonderful um like there was travel issues um both Billy and Pat couldn't make it because there was like 1,200 feet of snow on the ground. Wow. We had to like, I mean, you talk about people banding together and and really kind of like making something happen. And, and, and that's, it's like that every show, but it, it's a pleasure to work with Billy. And, and like when, when people, you know, for, for every fan we gain, or I should say for every hundred fans we gain, Right. And, and it is like, this is a grassroots, it's a brick by brick kind of thing that we're doing. Um, for every hundred people that love us, there's one person with a Twitter account that will try to sling shade and post. And, and there was, you know, an issue of uh, the Internet said one thing and like, oh, NWAs, it's this, it's that. And, you know, where I had a friend of mine call me and tell me this. And I'm like, hey, dude, um, you know, I work there, right? Like if if I have an issue I can call my boss or, or my boss is right. Like I, am I'm, I'm fine. Like stop. And um, we all kind of went into the show in Sarasota of like, all right. like, you want to talk about us. You want to kind of like, if you need, like if, if somebody feels a need, you know, if they're a wrestling fan and they need to like sling shade or, or, or put their, their hate speech in, in, in someone as like this, just whipping mule um, they will pick us and you know what our attitude is we don't care because our product speaks for itself and and you can do whatever you want and but you know what we know who we are as a company we know who we are we know where we're going and you know what if you don't like it don't watch because there's a lot of other people when you see us live and, and you go to a show and you experience the atmosphere there because the thing is as interdependent and I don't want it to the term close cuz it's not like everyone hangs out after the show even though we all kind of do um like but the interdependentness in terms of our livelihoods depend on each other uh it is very very kind of tangible and it, and it translates to our product um and that's you know we've often joked and said, we're the island of misfit toys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, which I, yeah, you know something about that. Yeah. Um, which again, another ECW reference, but we are, if you look at us, right. We're like, you know, um, the ones that people, uh, they don't didn't see anything in or were a little too individualistic. I will not use the term eccentric or crazy in my case. Um, but, uh, who, for whatever reason. Right. But, It's a place where we want to make something and it's a place where, you know, again, we can carry the banner of the tradition, um,
3: but we can carry it into the future where we want to go.
0: That is a great answer, number one. And number two, I think I gave the same speech in 1996, because (laughs) everything that you just said, I could say about ECW back in the day. We were that alternative brand, that we, we were the island of misfit toys. We were the guys that, you know, a lot of us were homegrown, but a lot of us didn't get a chance to, you know, shine in other companies. And- Paul saw something in us and Billy sees something in you guys. So it's, it's the same story decades later. And I see a lot of us in your locker room because Mm -hmm. the way you say we're fighting for each other and we're fighting for the company, we felt the same way. You know, if, if I make you shine and you make me shine, it's good for us as a team. It's good for the company. So that's a great work ethic to have. Um, as far as like the houses go we've been talking about like we had bubba on the show uh Mm -hmm. bully ray right Mm -hmm. so we were just asking him how impact is growing Mm -hmm. and how they're taking that slow climb and they're starting to maybe venture off and do bigger shows Mm -hmm. um after you know 20 something years being around you see aew and you see And I'm not I'm not trying to knock them. But my point was, you see a lot of empty seats in the buildings when they run. And like my philosophy is, why isn't Tony Khan buying smaller venues, making it more intimate, uh, you know, better looking on TV? Um, Because, you know, fans today with social media is killing this business, in my opinion. These fans. Are just they'll take video and take pictures and oh look it's so empty here and blah 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 blah, blah. you know it, it's kind of like I I just I, in a way I'm glad we didn't have social media back when when I was working mm-hmm. because it it can really destroy you mentally. And physically as a person, you know what I mean? So for these people to be showing the venues half empty and blah, blah, blah. And now you're telling us you guys are taking it slow and building it brick by brick. I feel that that's the right way to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like Tony Khan has all this money and he's dumping it into these 15,000 seat arenas. And if you're only drawing five to 6,000 people, why? Why get that? Why waste the money?
2: Yeah. And again, like I would like to, to your point. Yes. I I agree with everything you say, Francine. Um, it's, I don't know what kind of a businessman Tony is like otherwise. Um, Mm -hmm. I have never met the man. Um, obviously, you know, he loves the business, which is the, not only the cornerstone but the foundation really of, being successful at this you you have to to some degree love it to the point of being able to understand it on the level that you need to to make money
0: hmm.
2: right and that's that's kind of i know it's a, a little deep but uh you know what i'm saying on that um, yeah. now if if it is doing it to create like the illusion of in hopes to say oh yeah we want more people coming because we're at this arena and AEW is on par with any other company in the world, then, Hey, if you got the money and you're doing it great. Now, if I was Tony Khan, and again, I'm not obviously like I would focus on creating your stars. There is no need Wardlow who was hot. Right. And and I don't really watch wrestling, but again, social media, what's going on. Why would you cool somebody off like that? You know, that you need to build stars and you need to focus on stars. Some There's a lot of rosters that are way too big. And if you trim your roster down, focus on growing the talent that you have and not just throwing things out there. Um, look, like there are no three, uh, WWE is, it is an exception because again, Vince has turned it into a juggernaut, right? Um, but no three letters like will people say like oh hey that they're in town let's go buy a ticket right like because AEW just needs I think more more just years right for for AEW to be a viable company with WWE time is the only thing that will make it happen and again with Tony sticking around maybe playing the long game and if that's what he's doing that's great uh, that's amazing so again I'm not gonna knock anyone's business strategy but. Um, Again, if I was in charge of creative there, like, okay, like we got some really talented people. Let us put the time and effort into building them so the fans have equity in them, Mm -hmm. right? Build stars. Stars aren't going out, doing a match and coming back. No, no. You need to plan things. You need to have months in advance where you would like to go. How would you like the people to perceive this person or not? And look, these are just things that, I mean, hey, I'm just a a former wrestler, kind of just spitball in here but like these are things that you need to kind of think about if you want to grow long term and um you said something about us believing or billy believing in us right as talent um there's there, there's there been enough time that has gone by in in this era of nwa where like there's been very good talent that's come and gone um and for whatever reason they don't go there but like the really kind of like the veteran guys that are there now um not only does billy believe in us we believe in him Mm -hmm. and that's that's what makes the nwa different like that is what like billy doesn't have you know a billion dollar reserve like wwe and like AEW. uh again he's not poor by any means but um (laughs) but he has a vision and he has given the members of his team, really. And, and, and again, like, because we are all a team, and I'm talking from the announcers, camera operators, um, the talent, like, like the, the people that have been with him. Uh, and, you know, again, like, you know who you are, but like, he's given us the opportunity to kind of showcase our craft and help make his company better. And again, like, at the end of the day, we all have the same vision right we all want you know we want to here's a like and i can surmise everything i've said the nwa we want to bring the magic back to pro wrestling that's a you know what sport. i mean and, and i don't need to say anything more than that right because chad i'm assuming you're a fan yeah. friend oh, yeah, obviously, like Christ. you all know what i mean by that you want to bring the magic back to pro wrestling
0: that, that is, that's like a presidential slogan. <laughs> that's like a really good slogan. I like that. Yeah. She put that on a t-shirt.
1: But you, but what I like too, about, you know, the folks that you have surrounding you in the NWA, like you said, the vets, you've been around with these guys for a long time. A lot of the folks that you work with. So you kind of have an idea of what you guys need to do as well together to make this product magical, because, you've all seen where it's gone wrong in the past. And you've kind of all experienced it at different levels together. And that's what I think is cool about who's there at this current time and who's, you know, in big positions, because, you know, essentially there's been pitfalls for a lot of people. And now it seems like it's all coming together and ascending upwards.
2: Yeah. Like, again, I'm just a talent, right? I don't, I'm only obligated to put on my little blue jacket and, talk a bunch of smack to people right but it's like because and i say like uh uh, trevor murdoch is the same thing uh ec3 but we care we really really care mike knox is another guy who's been there Uh, amazing love mike um you know rodney mack who never ever got the credit he deserved for being as awesome as he is in the ring and you know again Anyone that has met Rodney and has worked with him will tell you what a, what an amazing human being he is. And that's Absolutely. the kind of, like, those are the kind of people we want. Like, when we go to work, like, we're genuinely happy to see each other. And that that's what you want. And like, okay, what do we got today? Let's make this happen. And there's such a, again, like, on all levels, like, we don't – I mean, look, we have our own little section of the locker room that we change in, sure. but everybody talks to everybody. Like, people will come over and chat with us. We go chat with them. Like, it's not like one of those – if you talk to any of the talent um that i know of uh, our our locker room has a reputation for being like one of the most laid-back places there is um and you know again that's what we want but we also we want and, and we do implement the standards that should, like the basic respect you know mm-hmm. having consideration for other people um like cleaning up after yourself and then look there there's i'm not going into it but, but there have been people that have been asked to leave our locker room because like because again we're the most laid-back people in the world just show up act like an adult and have fun mm-hmm. um but if you're kind of rocking the boat to the point of like you're disturbing the harmony of it um again you you'll be asked to leave and and it is a consensus with everybody and it's not just the guys that have been doing it 20 years it's the newer talent it's everyone that we're just like-minded individuals to where. We welcome anybody. We don't care. Like we don't care who you are, whatever. Just just show up, act like a professional and work hard. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. It's it's funny because, like, you know, I get what you're saying. Like in ECW, it wasn't work. And I looked forward, even if I had a six AM flight, I was so excited to get on that plane mm-hmm. because I loved being with those people and I loved mm-hmm. the product and I loved working. Mm-hmm. When I signed with WWE. I would get sick to my stomach getting on the airplane. It was such a different experience for me um, Mm -hmm. because I just I didn't have a good run there. I didn't have a good experience there, but it was it was literally apples and oranges. So it really does help when you enjoy what you do and you have a good core of people around you to Mm -hmm. spend the time with. Because, you know, you're on the road a lot. And these become your extent, these people become your extended family. So if you don't enjoy them, you're going to have a miserable experience. So what you said was the same, you know, with, with, I hate keep saying ECW, but it was the same vibe in the locker room. So I'm so happy to hear that you guys are experiencing the same thing that we had, because I've never had a locker room like the ECW locker room. I've never been in something that I can honestly say felt like a family atmosphere to me. And yeah. to this day, I still talk to a bunch of the guys. We still tour together 30 mm. years later. Like it's so ridiculous. Like Sorry. it's, it's crazy. Like if you were to ask me in my twenties, do you think you're going to be friends with this guy 30 years from now or or even working still? I'd say what are you out of your mind, yeah. but no, we're still doing things that we're blessed to do. And that we love to do, and we're we're enjoying each other's company. And I love that you're going through the same experience because, you know, sometimes I talk to guys and they're miserable Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, they're getting oppressed. They're not letting, you know, the creativeness, they're not letting it come out because so-and-so's, you know, politicking against them and this and that. Mm -hmm. So when you hear something positive about a locker room, I love that. I think that's
2: great. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so I'm really happy for you guys. And I think Billy's doing it the right way. And like you said, brick by brick, eventually you're going to come into bigger buildings and, and uh, you know, get that TV deal and it's going to explode. And you mm-hmm. deserve, all of you deserve that. So that's what I hope happens.
2: Yeah, I mean, from from day one, we said we're the little engine that could. And, um, you know, again, it, it's uh, loyalty, like true loyalty, You see, and look, it's a business. You never know, right? Like some people throw large sums of money at you. And and I don't think anyone would hold anything against anybody for doing that. Right. Um, but again, like, see the difference in my opinion is Vince is a businessman.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Ted Turner was a businessman. Tony Khan is a businessman. Billy is a businessman, right? I mean, we're not going to look, if you look at his commercial success, no one can deny that. But before he was a businessman, he was an artist. Right. That is the difference where like with me, like I'm, I, I would often argue, right? We, we made the joke, uh, like Chad and I would like, oh yeah, the, the painter, artist, wrestler. Like I, I kind of like, I'm more of a performance artist than I am a pro wrestler even when i was in the ring full-time like but but that's who i want to be that that's just who i am
0: yeah do you ever see yourself working again
2: uh you know what fran like it's it's wrestling right like we all know how it ends like of course at some point i may have to put spandex on again right and, oh, like fine okay. like <laughs> feetos are are safely in a plastic bag with dryer sheets, waiting for the next thing. But like, <laughs> do, like, do I want to? No, I mean, like, it's not like I have this overwhelming. Because, look, I mean, my thing is, I still get to go out there and I get to, I get people to hate me, and now I get people to like hate us. You know, yeah. or whoever I'm working with. Um, You're still entertaining. Yeah, I, I Was that? You're still entertaining people. So yeah, so like that. That's it. And, and again, if I ever have this overwhelming desire to go in the ring again. I mean, I'm sure if I had the conversation, Hey boss, can I, you know, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm very confident that could happen to some degree, but I, Hey, unless I'm doing anything worthwhile, um, I would rather continue to be a character on TV. So when I do have to fall down, you know, it means something. And, and people, people want to see me get my, my behind kicked. I 100% agree with you. Um,
0: sometimes we take fan questions, yeah. I guess so we'll I have a, I have a question for you, and we'll end it on that. I didn't soon. know I had a fan. This is great. I don't. Well, I, wait till you hear the question. Mizark one two three four wants to know. Uh, ask him about the time that he dressed up like Rod Steele, and can you explain the legend of the Steel Man in Ohio Valley Wrestling?
2: Oh my God! Yeah. So there was a, a Halloween. So party. Do you
0: know who asked the question?
2: Mizark one two three
0: four. That would be Nova. <laughs> I made up the name. We call each other yeah. Mizark, but this is Nova, one of me.
2: I told him uh, we were on
0: today. He said, we ask him this.
2: Well, uh, well. thank you, Nova. But uh, <laughs> no, so here was, this is actually funny. Um, so there was a guy in OVW named Rod Steele. He was trained by Rip Rogers in Seymour, Indiana. This is back in, like, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Um, things happened, and Steel Man went away for a little bit. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I got to OVW 2003 and this is when Nova and I were tag teaming and this guy came in I mean, he was about legitimately six, six had a big, like, I mean, just jet black goatee was a little old, you know, like I'd say late thirties, early forties kind of thing, you know, for, and, um, had a very, uh, timely shall we say it, it belonged to a certain time in a certain era look <laughs> okay. um, you know we're, we're, again late 80s early 90s um so a long story short uh rip rogers who was our head trainer and who trained him decided to try to kind of play a joke on him or uh you know for those of you that aren't familiar with um wrestling terms rib him so he said for a finish you're going to do 10 body slams in a row well i mean look i'll be damned if in three weeks he wasn't when i say the most over person on the show he like his music would hit it was stranglehold by ted nugent he'd come out he had this like this gold sequence like cape with the sunglasses and the goatee and it was just like it was super over and um one reason or another never ended up panning out but this is look I, I cannot make this stuff up. So I stopped by – I was with Nova. It was um, either last Thursday or the Thursday before because I'm sorry I've been – I just came in from the road the other day and I had my, like, sleep day where I catch up. So we're there Thursday and it's great because OVW is thriving. It, it, that's the one – again, I, I I equate who I am in the ring today in my career to OVW too. Right. Uh, I was trained by Kowalski, but, like, like Rip, Danny, and, and Jimmy – truly like taught me how to work. And that's a, that's a big deal. Um, But they're talking and, you know, uh, steel man is uh, or rod steel is unfortunately no longer with us, but they said like, Oh yeah, his ghost is here. And I'm like, yeah, ha ha ha. And they're like, no, Uh, they did a ghost hunt here and they picked up his EVP. And like they said, they'd be talking and chairs fall down out of nowhere. It's like a, a weird thing. So the, the ghost of Rod steel, apparently, haunts OVW to this day or, or not haunts, but, uh, is, is floating around the Davis arena. Interesting. So that's just, yeah. And then, you know what? I'm like, I'm not surprised. So, wow. yeah.
0: We did a show somewhere. Um, I want to say Chicago mm-hmm. and there was supposedly a ghost. Uh, I think it used to be a strip club and the madam was the ghost.
2: <laughs> Didn't Tommy see it. I remember Tommy telling
3: and me. The story.
0: Sandman. Hi. Okay. Yes so that they said when they would walk by she would like talk to them so i never went up there because i was scared to death Yeah. No. but they no. always said they saw her and i was just like get out of here so i i don't know if you believe in that stuff i guess it could be true but okay. um yeah but it's an, an interesting also, world we live in saman also said she was hitting on him so that's why <laughs> i i don't really believe on succubus oh, about- yeah i don't I know
1: what he saw before before we we wrap up just go, I got to go back to OVW. I've heard stories of the Steel Man because I, I got a couple buddies who you yeah. were with in OVW. Mm-hmm. This this Netflix series that covered OVW and what's going on there recently. I, I've I've said this to them. I'd love to get your gauge on it. Can you imagine if there was a Netflix series about your class and time in OVW? Do you think it would even
2: got greenlit? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all he has to say. That's all and, I got, That's
2: all I wanted to know. And it's not. And I will say this. It certainly would have been for lack of content. <laughs> that's what I figure. Yeah. Um
0: Aaron, yeah. uh, where can people find you if they want to follow you on socials? Uh
2: on Instagram, my handle is the Aaron Files. That's T-H-E-A-R-O-N. Not two A's, but T H E A R O N F I L E S. Uh on Twitter, it's Aaron's Thoughts or X, it's Aaron's Thoughts. So uh so yeah, that's it.
0: I appreciate you coming on. Um, Like I said, I've been been a fan for years, and I was so honored to meet you that night. And hopefully, I mean, I don't know if you're going to do any signings, but if you do, um, you probably won't be at your table, but I'll try to catch you walking around the building and say thank you.
2: And if you ever want to come to NWA, we would be honored to have you.
0: I would love to come sometime if I'm ever in the area. I don't get out much, but if I'm there, I'll message you and maybe I can visit. That'd be great. Sounds wonderful. Well, good luck with everything I'm rooting for you guys. Thank you, you too. You know, thank you for coming on.
2: Oh my God, thank you for having me. Thank you, Chad, too. Take care, Absolutely, sweetie. Absolutely, take too. care, Bye-bye. buddy. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: What a nice man.
2: That's
1: awesome. No, I mean that. that all I needed was that one word because it would yeah. never get greenlit.
0: <laughs> I'm when I tell you he was constantly walking around. That Nova was like, "Look at this guy. What the hell is he doing?" And I was like, "I don't. I don't really know." And he's like, "He has no. He has no merch." He has no markers. He has not, he had nothing. His table was completely bare. We all have all our
1: markers. It's exactly what I would have thought had he not said it because he's (laughs) been in that WWE system for so long. He doesn't know any other way because he really has had somebody there with them at every appearance and they've always had the stuff at the table. So I get it. I get it. And now with NWA, they do the same thing, they set it all up for you. Yeah. you you all you do is show up you sit down bada bing bada boom you're gone right. so and anytime he, you know post WWE he gets booked by the promoters you know it's just sitting there when you
0: get there yeah he was funny <sighs> I I, I found it so entertaining just watching him float around he was with the the fans he was just walking amongst the fans <laughs> like it's like what are you doing but he was so nice and so endearing so I I really hope that things work out for them and um. For him, especially, because he seems like a really, really cool
1: guy. Oh, no doubt, I so, completely agree glad he was right. the one. I um, concur. I like I with could. him. I got. I, I we got to use big words because he's so intelligent, he's smart.
0: Yes, it's very. <laughs> he's very uh <laughs> scholarly. Um, yeah. So that was a fun interview. Uh, so what do we have coming up?
1: Now I got to check out. Uh, Get my go on YouTube. Got a new episode coming. A Christmas episode uh, coming, and also I just appeared on the It's Hughesy Hello show. So did I. Oh yes, that's who we did. I it was on back-to-back episodes. One oh, with you.
0: I was it, on it. Uh, hello, Houston, where hello. we covered
1: some. Uh, I don't know if you caught the title of the episode. Uh, now,
0: he, well, wait a minute. Let me tell yeah. you. He so he DM'd me and asked me if it was okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> so he
0: asked first. I said, "Sure, why not?" It, it Would anyone called,
1: expect
0: anything less?
1: It is called uh, Francine's Clickbait, Clickbait Christmas. Yes. <laughs>
0: so uh, perfect. So, a
1: lot of hot topics that we discussed on that show. But but then I came back for the following episode, where it is a top five Christmas songs, where uh-huh. Hughie and I battle it out, and we actually have a judge who picks who wins each round. Uh, I won't spoil the victor. But did
0: Mariah Carey make the list?
1: No, neither, neither one. <laughs> one. But here's the thing, though, outside of one round where we did potentially sync up, you'll learn something from each pick. Oh. about each song and that's what i like about it so yeah catch me on that so you can download it on uh itunes wherever and it's on youtube as well uh but otherwise at chat Emb on twitter at Exclusives on instagram
0: okay um youtube let's get it going have you subscribed and if you haven't why haven't you it is free to do and there is so much content on there it's mind-blowing just type ECW Diva Francine in the search bar, hit that subscribe button, ring that bell so you get the notifications. And if you want to be a channel member, it's only 5 dollars a month, extra content, a lot of extra content. So uh, look into it, uh, but if anything, s- subscribe because it's free. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at ECW Diva Francine. And remember to make someone smile today. Take care.